0: Wastelanders, Vault dwellers, welcome back to the Fallout Lorecast. This is your host Tom or Robots, and I'm Buddy Bot. Uh, we, we got Buddy Bot here today.
1: Yeah, I'm, re- I'm ready to talk about some cool stuff.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so what are what are we talking about, Buddy Bot? What, what's the topic today?
1: Um, I don't know. You didn't tell me.
0: Yeah, that's, that's right, because I, I was going to do this episode on my own, but uh, you decided to just pop in here anyway, so I guess we're just going to have to do this to get... Oh my God, did you hear that? Hear he what? You don't, you don't hear that weird breathing sound? No. And that's not you, because you don't breathe. Yeah. Okay, well here, stay quiet and just uh hide, hide away for just a minute, just... Take cover somewhere. You sure you you sure you don't hear that? Oh no, I definitely hear it now. Oh okay, well stay quiet. What what is that? Um, I don't know. It, so- it sounds like a big, loud, scary creature. Wait, I know that sound. That's a that's a Uh, bless you. No, no um that doesn't even sound like a sneeze. That wasn't even a good joke. Uh why why is there a going in here? Oh, I meant to tell you, I brought I brought some uh some honey for our record you brought honey? What what are you oh god Oh you heard that? It's getting close. Yeah, I, I i come to think of it, I took the honey from a group of bears. Well, okay, that's a terrible idea. Quick, hand, hand me the laser gun. This one? Yeah, that one right there. The
1: pistol
0: or the rifle? No, that, either, just hand me one. Get out of here, you overgrown circus monkey! That's not- I'm so bad at this! (laughs) Alright, I think he's going away. BuddyBot, you don't steal honey from bears. Well, it was a yaoguai. Yeah, a is a bear. It's, well, it used to be a bear. It's something like a bear. It's close enough. You don't, the point is, you don't take food from dangerous creatures and bring it back to your home because that's a terrible. We almost got eaten by a bear. It was a yaoguai. No, I, I understand. It's, it's the same thing. It doesn't matter. Anyway, that's, that's, I guess that's what we're doing today's episode about everybody. Welcome to, this was recording the whole time.
1: Oh, that's cool. They they heard us fight a bear.
0: Yeah, they heard us almost get mauled and killed by a bear. Good thing it was scared off. That's very rare. Usually these things just attack you until one of you die. That's, uh, yeah, that's usually how it goes. I guess we were lucky then. Y- yeah, lucky is absolutely what we were. Well, welcome, everybody, to the Fallout Lorecast. This is the show where we talk about Fallout stuff and get mauled by bears uh today's episode is about the yaogwai the uh the dangerous mutated bear of the wastelands and this is coming to you from a um actually this was recommended to me in fact i just got an email or actually it was a uh, a tweet it was a twitter a twitter message from the vanilla gorilla which sounds like, uh, well, thank you, first of all, for the compliments and the, the suggestion for the episode this week. Because we haven't talked about Yao Gwai, But also, um, it sounds kind of like a Hanna-Barbera character from like the 60s or 70s. Just thought. Kind of cool. Anyway, well, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. And thank you for that message. Let's get into details about the Yao Gwai. Oh, I found
1: another one.
0: All right, now that we're done with all of that, let's get into some of the details here. Yaugui. these are mutated bears, and uh, there's some specific details around them. But first, you're probably wondering, when did Yaugui first show up? Well, we don't have Yaugui in Fallout 1 and Fallout 2. They're not part of the original series. They were something that was added in the Bethesda games, starting with Fallout 3, you have just Yaogwai in general, and then there's a very specific Yaogwai named Ruzka, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And then in New Vegas, there are no Yaogwai unless you play the Honest Hearts DLC. And then there are some variations and another very specific Yaogwai. Fallout 4 has a variety of different kinds of Yaogwai, and then Fallout 76 as well, with another specific one, which we'll talk about later. And a Yaogwai even shows up in Fallout Shelter. So... These are fairly common in the modern Fallout games, which are quickly aging, by the way, <laughs> which it used to be like, oh, Fallout three was newer and New Vegas and four. Those were the newer ones because it was a longer time back to Fallout one and two. But now the distance to Fallout three in New Vegas is about it is more really than the distance from three to two or one. So it's. If they're getting kind of long in the tooth. It'd be nice to have a new Fallout game. I know, I know we're still playing 76, but like, you know, mainline one, that would be great. Uh, it's not going to happen for a while, guys. But anyway, let's talk about yagwai So, according to the Fallout 4 loading screen, originally named by the descendants of those held in Chinese internment camps before the Great War, the Yagwai is a ferocious, mutated bear. So that helps to explain the name. But... It doesn't tell us everything. Why yao guai? It, the yao it sounds like a, a Chinese kind of phrasing, right? Some form of uh, Chinese language. But let's get into the details in this. We have to go to Wikipedia in order to learn more about what yao means. Because we don't get an explanation for the definition of the word, at least not that I could find. The definition of the words in Fallout and why the Chinese prisoners would have used that term. So according to Wikipedia, Yao Guai is a term for monsters or strange creatures. It can also mean strange ghost or demon, or it's often translated as sprite or fairy or loosely related terms. This is something that comes across often in mythological monster type stuff. This is something that we actually talk a lot about in the Witcher lore cast with the the best episodes with the origins of some of those monsters. Oftentimes throughout history in the history of cultures and peoples, things like, well, I guess you could say the unexplained, the unexplained bump in the night kinds of stuff, the unexplained experiences you have out in the woods by yourself that you can't quite put a finger on are usually Related to some sort of fairy or some sort of spirit or some sort of ghost and oftentimes throughout history have been related to all of those things because they're unexplainable. They're, they can't really figure out what it is. So in this sense, Yaoguai simply means unexplained monster. Really? Is it a demon? Is it a ghost? Is it a spirit? Is it a fairy? They don't know. So they call it a Yaoguai. The etymology of the word, yaogui, is a compound word consisting of two Chinese characters, is a noun meaning monster or demon, and means strange or unusual when used as an adjective. So, a monster or demon would be strange and unusual, so therefore that is a strange, that is a yaogui hat you're wearing. It's a very strange and unusual hat. Um, and monster or unusual creature as a noun. Each word individually signifies or connotates strangeness. So, it's actually like... Yao and Guai, both meaning strange. That makes sense. So Yao is the, is the monster demon and Guai is the strange and unusual. But monsters and demons are by their nature strange and unusual, if that makes sense. Classic usage of both terms relate to preternatural phenomena and freakish occurrences, 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 where explanation fell outside the limited understanding of those observing them. These include freakish vegetation, eerie sounds, the unnatural onset of fog and darkness, as well as a sudden loss in verbal fluency, man, I suffer from that all the time, or inability to express oneself. Yao are blamed for sudden outbreaks or confused and erratic action or transgressive behavior, with one saying being that, quote, when affairs go awry, there must have been a Yao acting yao guai would have (laughs) have rhymed but that's not what this says i thought it was going to be like a little poem um in later terminology yao refers to natural objects animals plants and rocks which have acquired sentience spiritual awareness the ability to assume human or near human forms supernatural or magical powers as well as the ability to cultivate so as to achieve immortality or transcendence that's that's an interesting point, as we're going to talk about with one of these specific Yao Guai that we're, we're going to mention. Um, it goes on. There's a bunch of other stuff in here, and there's some other uh, stuff about the mythology and the history of it. But you guys get the sense of where this comes from and why the Chinese soldiers in internment camps would see a creature like this and potentially call it a Yao Guai. It's strange. It, if it walks on its hind legs, it could even be a little bit more human-like. Potentially, it might look like it has sentience because bears can be smart. They can do things that seemingly people can do sometimes, like figure out how to open doors and stuff. It makes sense. This, is, this seems like a good explanation for that. So here, real quick, we're gonna go through all the different variations in which games they're in. And then in the second half of the episode, we're gonna dig into some very specific versions of Yao or or ones with names. The ones that show up in the games is more prominent characters, I guess you could say. So in Fallout 3, we all only have Yaoai and Rezka, the specific one. In honest hearts, there's Yao, Yagwai Cubs, so you get you get the babies, giant Yagwai, and Ghost of She, that's the other specific one. And then in Fallout 4 we have a bunch. Yao Stunted Yao, Shaggy Yao, glowing, albino, rabid, dusky, Yagwai ghouls, irradiated Yogwai, ...and the pack Yaogwai. In Fallout 76, we have regular Yaogwai, yagwai ghouls, irradiated, stunted, shaggy, albino, rabid, glowing, scorched, because Fallout 76, the scorched disease kind of affects everything, dusky, savage, frenzied, prime, and fluffy, and son of fluffy. Again, very specifically named ones that show up in Fallout 76 this time. And then in Fallout Shelter, we just have Yaogwai. So, you're probably wondering... There's irradiated ones, there are ghouls, there are scorched. How did the Yaogai come into being? Well, we don't exactly know. They seem to be mutated bears. We don't have any record of them being specifically created, like the Death Claws, or... ...a product of FEV mutation, and they don't look like other things that were products of FEV mutation. So really, they just look like an animal that survived the radiation and mutated and continued to proliferate. They have cubs, they are young, they can survive in the wasteland, they are bigger and stronger and more scary than regular bears and they descended from black bears, which are actually the smallest of the bears in North America. Brown bears are bigger, polar bears are even bigger, and yet these creatures are larger than a common black bear. So the mutations they went through in the wasteland in dealing with the radiation made them larger, made them more capable. In fact, their arms seem more just stronger. They seem a little bit more, I don't know, again, like, evolved into something else, kind of uh, maybe even more gorilla-like in a way, or less of a bear, more of a creature that uses its front paws. I don't know. I mean, bears do use their front paws, but the shape is different. If you get what I'm saying, the arms appear longer and more muscular, more more simian-like, more person-like. And we don't have any other explanation for Where they came from other than they do they just mutated which means if they continue to mutate then they can ghoulify because it seems to be something that happens to certain kinds of creatures when they've Experienced enough radiation and if they ghoulify then some of them can be around for who knows how long the uh, The details of ghouls seem to apply here and they can also get the scorch plague so there's different variations with that as well. Now, one thing to point out is that the, the general shape of the creatures in the different games does seem to change. The Fallout 3 Yaguai is more like what I was describing with the longer front limbs and things like that. But by the time you get to Fallout 4, these creatures appear more bear-like in their stance, but their bodies appear larger and their faces appear more, more severe. At least that would be my description of it almost like a, like they almost have like a hyena kind of stance to the to the bump in, in the backside of their body. And of course, many of these animals are lacking hair and look like they're wounded or infected or irradiated and their skin is open in certain locations. Of course, they suffer from all these, you know, wonderful, wonderful grossness details. <laughs> grossness details all right we're gonna take a quick break we got to thank our patrons and we're gonna come back and talk about specific wow wow guy did i say wow guy oh my god guys all right just You're, you're really nailing it today robots yeah thanks buddy bot all right you scared me with a freaking bear attacking us and now i just can't talk all right we'll be right back I am so excited about our sponsor this week, Marvel Strike Force. I freaking love Marvel Comics. Growing up, I collected comics and the trading cards, and I've seen anniversary diamond orb gear a bunch of other items it is absolutely the right time to jump in and try this game out click the link in the show notes to download it now and then use the promo code MAXPOOL, max pool m-a-x-p-o-o-l don't miss out on all the free stuff and thanks again to marvel strike force for sponsoring this episode hello there old chat good to see another of general atomic's finest still eager to serve all right. Here we are in the middle of the show. And thank you for tuning in, everybody, and being here and, and supporting the show. I really do appreciate it. We have some new patrons to welcome on this week. Keaton C.S. Three names. And so I'm just going to call it the first one. And then Ian H. Welcome to the Patreon. And a big reminder, we've got the patron chat episode coming up in two weeks on the 29th. So come join us for that. Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. If you're interested in joining us, if you are already a tier four or higher patron, you can join us for that. Otherwise, you can sign up and come talk with us about whatever you guys would like to talk about. And if you are one of our patrons, chime in on the Discord. Let us know what you might want to discuss. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And then we have a uh, our, our normal tier 5 patrons, or at least our one tier 5 patron currently, Dylan R. to shout out. Dylan, thank you for being here. And all 63 of you, thank you so very, very much. We have two new reviews to read out this week as well. The first one comes from Matthew Newberry in the United States, who writes astoundingly awesome tales. Five stars just started my fourth or fifth playthrough of fallout 4 which is going to be followed by my first real playthrough of fallout 76 and i wanted to dive into the lore and hidden details about fallout once again this podcast is very fun very informative and very interesting providing us with consistent astoundingly awesome fallout tales <laughs> i highly recommend it to any and all fallout fans matthew thank you so much for that and then we have church on a hill in the u.s who writes i still love this show Five stars. It's been a while since I listened to this podcast, but I got back into it. This podcast is amazing. I can't even express how amazing it is. Keep up the good work, man. Question. What do you think of a fall game that's around the Great Lakes area, Michigan, Wisconsin, Chicago, Ohio and Michigan Upper Peninsula? I think that would be cool. I think we don't know a whole lot about that that area, but that could work. Um, I don't personally know a whole lot about that area either, being that I. I've only traveled through there like once or twice, so uh, heck, anytime you take a new Fallout game and put it in a new location, I always learn something about that location, so that would be very cool. All right, everybody, thank you for helping out and for all the reviews. If you'd like to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, then feel free to do that. A five-star rating with a review will get read out in the future, and you can leave a rating on Spotify if that's where you listen. Any of that stuff helps or telling your friends or whoever. So I appreciate the support. All right. Let's move on with the rest of the show.
1: If you have any questions about Nuka World, I'd be delighted to answer them.
0: All right. Here we go. Let's talk about some of these very specific Yagwai. First, we have Ruzka. Ruzka. Such a good name. Fallout 3. Ruzka. Rezka is a unique Yagwai living in the far northwest corner of Point Lookout in 2277, so only in the Point Lookout DLC. Rezka is the only Yagwai that inhabits Point Lookout, so there are no other Yagwai in this area. If you come across one, it is Rezka. It has that weird, longer front legs thing and some very shiny white eyes. Posters of Rezka can be spotted scattered around Point Lookout, suggesting that she was a pre-war circus attraction. So this is what I was talking about with the mutations. Some of them appear to be mutated, some of them appear to be mutated to the point of ghoulification, and Ruzka has a very specific situation here. Ruzka's been around for 200 years, so what's the deal? Well, unlike regular Yaogwai, which evolved from black bears, Ruzka seems to have evolved from a brown bear. Now completely feral and ghoulified, Ruzka amuses herself by playing with a big red ball and the entrails of encroaching swamp folk. She lives in a small alcove at the end of a small inlet channel nearby the jet crash site and the sacred bog. She is dangerous and threatening unless one has the animal friend perk. So you can still be friends with her, even though she's this crazy, gigantic, ghoulified brown bear pretty awesome so there are some quirks about this encounter in this part of the game um there's an ironic statement made by herbert dashwood in his terminal that states you're not going to find one of these babies balancing on a big rubber ball though i can tell you that much which seems to be exactly what reska likes to do also reska is much larger than the average yao Guai. remember we talked about uh, brown bears being larger than black bears Towering over the Lone Wanderer when she ro- rears up on her legs, she is 20% larger than a normal Yaogwai. So, dangerous creatures, be careful. buddy bot. don't bring honey back to the place. Oh man. I know, you're just trying to do something nice, but not a good idea. All right, let's move on to the next one. We have Ghost of She. This one is crazy. All right, <laughs> we've, we've seen crazy things in Fallout before. This one is one of them. This is... Here, just listen to this.
1: That is a sad story. I do not like to tell it. But if you are asking, it must be at Whitebird's request. That, I will honor. Long ago, a girl lived among this tribe. She was a curious child and a clever one. And her mother had a devil's time watching over her. One day, the child slipped away from camp and went to play in the caves nearby. The girl did not know that a Yauguai slept in that cave. The girl died. The tribe wept. For the girl had died before her naming day, and her ghost would remain restless and wandering upon the earth. Many hunters tried to kill the beast, but it eluded them or drove them off. The shaman said that since it had consumed the girl, the two were one. So we call the beast ghost of she for the child had no name to be called. That is the story of the ghost of she. It is a sad story. It is our story.
0: So that dialogue comes from walking cloud and walking cloud is a character from the honest hearts of DLC of fallout new Vegas. And we get this crazy mythological explanation of who the ghost of she is and ghost of she it looks crazy. If you haven't played this, go play it, because you will see a Yaoguai on fire. This bear, this bear is on fire. Um, th- This Yaoguai is an oversized variant with a flaming body. It has a phenomenal attack power, which can kill a heavily armored person in just a few blows. Well, yeah, if you're gonna get hit by a Fire bear, I hope it kills you. I mean, that don't only makes. I hope you don't die. I don't don't die. I'm not I'm not wishing your death. I'm just hoping that reality works in a way that makes sense. Um, <laughs> after taking long enough damage, it can create several doppelgangers of itself. Some of her strange physical characteristics may be a result of the courier being under the influence of the Detura derived drug so that's a whole other issue but maybe it's not really on fire maybe it's not really multiplying either way it's crazy this is a this is a crazy bear be careful don't fight a fire bear if you can if you can help it but anyway i'm glad the one that showed up wasn't on fire I can go get one if you want me to. I don't. I don't want you to. Oh my god! All right, let's uh, let's move on. In Fallout 4, we don't have anything. Well, I mean, we do have some varieties of different bears, right? Like as you level up, you come across stunted and shaggy and glowing and so on and so forth. There are some very specific types of bears that are only in the DLC. So the Yaoguai Ghoul. Is in Far Harbor and Far Harbor also has the irradiated, irradiated man, my words, irradiated Yaoguai. So Far Harbor gives us the more irradiated versions, including the one that turns into a ghoul. We also have the pack Yaoguai. What is a pack Yaoguai? You're asking me, Tom or Mr. Robots, what's a pack Yaoguai? The pack Yaoguai is specifically the ones found in the cages in Nuka Town. There's this little backstage area with some cages. You remember this? And there's they're kept by the pack. That's why they're called Pack Yagwai. Because, you know, some people like dogs. Some people like cats or birds or fish. The pack like to keep gigantic mutated bears. Cool, right? All right. We've got one, well, two more. One more that turns into two more, I guess is a way to say it. We have Fluffy. Fluffy from Fallout 76. This is another reason to go play 76. And I I just jumped back in yesterday for the birthday of Fallout 76, which is quickly getting up there in age. What is going on with the time? There is a quest line involving Fluffy. Fluffy is a dead, mutated bear. Fluffy is also subject J-12, a unique bear-bovine combination created by Dr. Frank that lived in Appalachia before the Great War. So, remember... I mentioned that we don't necessarily know where the Yao Guai come from and if they were created or they're most likely just irradiated bears. This one in particular is still a bear, but it's a hybrid with a bovine bear bovine combo and has the traits of looking like it has been mutated. And dates back to the pre-war. So here, let's dig into this a little bit. Dr. Frank experimented with brain graft techniques, which he used on a rescued bear, combining its own with a bovine brain and glands. This experiment was a success and Frank named the bear bovine combination Fluffy. At first, Fluffy was docile and even allowed Frank to climb into its cage and pet it. However, Fluffy soon began to exhibit fits of rage, forcing Frank to reluctantly put a shock collar on the bear. Not long afterward, Fluffy escaped after the shock collar was ripped off. Fluffy subsequently became the prime subject in the deaths of two hikers. Frank reportedly acquired a sneak peek at the forensics report, confirming his fears that Fluffy had become irreparably violent. Frank began searching for Fluffy, and his investigation led him to the Alpha site. James Cord, a U.S. Army soldier... Posing as a hillbilly to ward off unauthorized personnel, accosted Frank and warned him to leave, though he was unfazed and continued his search. Frank eventually found Fluffy's den, where the bear had made its home after escaping, and planned to sedate Fluffy for capture. Fluffy's corpse still lies in the den, filled with crossbow bolts, though the skeleton of Dr. Frank is also nearby. We can kind of gather what happened there, right? Showing that both of them met their end as a result of this encounter. The son of Fluffy, however, still lives, now known as a Guai. This is interesting, right? Like, did the bear get out and then it got irradiated? How did that work? If Dr. Frank was still alive, did this happen right at the time of the bombs dropping and then the bear gets out and then gets irradiated? Like, what is the actual time frame here? I don't know that we're sure about that. If you have more details about that, let me know. But the bear does appear to be wounded. You can actually you can come across the corpse, but it also has those telltale signs of these like missing fur spots and uh, radiation damage on its skin. And chances are the corpse would have disintegrated by the time that you come across it in the game, which is almost three decades after the bombs dropped. So th- I guess the assumption is that Dr. Frank experimented on the bear survived the onset of the great war continued, I guess, working with fluffy until fluffy gets out. And then sometime very recently to the opening of fall at 76, this whole altercation happens. In the meantime, Fluffy's out living in the wild, becoming more irradiated. That seems to be the time frame that makes sense to me. Then they both meet their doom together. In the meantime, Fluffy mates with some other bear or Yaogwai or something out in the, in the world somewhere, and we get son of Fluffy. <laughs> the son of Fluffy is a unique Yaogwai in Appalachia. He is the child of Fluffy, a bear that was experimented on before the Great War by Dr. Frank, he can be encountered during the Unsolved Tracking Terror quest. And basically, that's it. He looks a lot like Fluffy, except he's running around, and he's very much alive, and you can fight him in order to do the, the quest. So, that's it. Now, the bovine combination brain thing, I don't know how that plays into how this creature descended from the other one. Is it smarter? Is a bovine smarter than a bear? I don't think so. Does that mean that it acts differently? Not really. It still just acts like a big mutated bear. There are some quirks though, or at least there is a quirk. Prior to patch one point one point four point three, and this is for anybody I'm talking to who has played seventy six, you're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, that's of course there was a weird thing that happened with that," because there's a weird thing that happened with everything for a long time until they really patched everything out. So, prior to that patch, the Son of Fluffy could spawn as a legendary creature. This is unintentional and fixed in the patch. Yeah, can you imagine doing this quest line as like a low-level character, just trying to like get through a bunch of side quests and things to level up and then all of a sudden you're like, all right, track down this bear. Yagwais, okay, tough, but I I can fight Yagwai, I've done that before. Oh my god, Son of Fluffy, legendary creature. That makes me wonder. We have these gigantic monster or at least these big boss creatures, right? You've got the Scorched Beast Queen. You've got Earl. Can we get a giant son of Fluffy? That would be amazing. Like a really big bear, like uh, an enormously, like a bear the size of a three story house. That would be nuts. Can we do that? devs, that would, that would be awesome. I know you got some other stuff planned, but maybe maybe just upsize a bear, stick it somewhere on the map, and have it just wander around. That would be incredible. Alright. <laughs> well, that's what we got for Yao Gwai. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode this week. If you have any thoughts on any of this stuff, any uh, extra details, things you want to chime in, or would like to join us on the Patreon or whatever, you know how to get to all that stuff. It's really not that hard, but if you need some help, just look in the notes underneath the this episode, or go to robotsradio.net where you can check out info about this show and all the other shows that I do and all the other shows on the network. Lots of awesome stuff. Other fall stuff as well. Or join us on the Discord or on Twitter or wherever. We're all over the place. So thanks for tuning in, everybody. Stay safe out there. Don't steal honey from Yawgwais. Do the Yaguas even eat honey? Um, I don't know. Buddy, but did you, were you sure that was honey that you stole? Mm, honey's red in a circle, right? No, that's, that's a ball. Did you steal Ruzka's ball? You did, did you, wait, did you go all the way to Point Lookout and steal a red ball? I thought it was honey. Yeah, no, that's not honey. That's, Ruzka's going to come back. Ruzka wants her ball back. All right, take the ball, get it out of here. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next time. Stay safe out there. plug into everything else we're doing. Check out robotsradio.net. Reach out to me on Twitter at robots underscore radio. Check out the Robots Radio Rocket Club where you can join me and a bunch of our other creators creating your podcast, starting a new podcast, or helping your current podcast grow. There's more information about that on robotsradio.net as well. And you can always talk with us and the entire community, over 2,000 people on the Robots Radio Discord. Come join us. We'd love to chat with you. See you guys next time.